Good morning, everyone. You are listening to Table 2 for 2 with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love shopping for food, cooking it, eating at restaurants, anything food-related. I've written two books. One is called Perfect for Pesach because we're in the zone right now, and my brand-new book is called Perfect Flavors which also has a ton of Pesach recipes in there. Um, I'm a kosher personal chef. I run cooking competitions. I, and I just love talking about food with everyone right here on the show. Hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my cooking adventures, kosher food traveling, and sharing of great recipes and food ideas each week. But I want to hear from you too. So email me, Naomi, at nachamsegal.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or join my newsletter through my website, theaussiegourmet.com. If you make anything good or you eat anywhere <coughs> that I need to know about, you better email me because I want to know. We have, <coughs> I'm so sorry, I <coughs> seem to have, no, I need a drink. It's a little warm in here. <laughs> My throat is very dry. I've been suffering for a bit of a dry throat the last few weeks. So I'm just going to be sipping, taking sips of water. Everyone's told me to get my throat back into gear. For the last couple of weeks, I've been very hoarse to um to sip take sips of water so um we have got an incredible lineup for a show that is weeks away from Pesach just had a little sip there weeks away from Pesach I can't believe where this year has gone I keep saying as we're edging edging closer it was just January I was just on that big Africa Africa trip and here I am right right here uh looking Pesach in the nose um I'm loving it I'm 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 one of these people who looks forward to Pesach it's it's not because of my business and not because you know um, you know the attention I get from selling my book, but it's I've always been very Pesach centric. I grew up in a household. My dad ran a Pesach business. Um, you know, my mother helped out in the kitchen making recipes at the hotel. Her her fabulous desserts, and I, I just I look forward to just being around people and family and Yontif. I love Yontif in general, but I just like Pesach. I don't know. It's always spoken to me. So I'm really excited that Pesach is coming up very soon. Um, another person who is just very focused on Pesach right now, because she also has a Pesach book, someone who has been an inspiration to me, to me, who has written not one book, not two books, not three books, but four books. She's just unbelievable. We, she was the guest a couple of weeks ago when we did our Hamantaschen show. Um, and now I have to have Paula back talking about her Pesach and her Pesach experiences. Welcome back, Paula Shoya. Hi, Naomi. Hi, darling. So great to talk Pesach with you. I know. I'm sad that we tried to get to work out to have you in the studio, but things did not work out for us. Paula lives in Maryland. So yes, we- right outside Washington, D.C. So we had a bit of a hard time getting her into the studio at the same time. I could be in the studio, so we I said, I'm still going to have you on. You must come on. Everyone, we had a great response from last show. So I said, we got to talk Pesach with a Pesach queen herself. <laughs> yeah, no, I always say, and whenever people complain about Pesach, and you know they always do, I always say Pesach doesn't scare me. As long as you've got great recipes, time to plan, and you give some thought to it, and you listen to the experts like Naomi and myself, it's not so scary. (laughs) Thank you for that. Yeah, it's really true. Just plan, plan, plan. And you can plan right now. I don't even know how many days it is to go. But you need to just, you know, if you start right now and writing your list, and don't do that rush right before Pesach. Number one, sometimes things are sold out from the stores. And they don't restock them. there have been years where certain food items just are not available. Right. So just start early. They're available early in the season. When they're out, they're out, and they don't restock. So Yeah, you know. and one of the, the my best Pesach tips I can get you, give to you about shopping for Pesach food is keep all of the receipts of everything you buy in an envelope. And then the last day of Pesach, before you clean up everything, you know, like, you know, right after Yontif is over, look in your cabinet and fridge and see how much you actually ate. If you bought five things of uh, cream cheese and you only had three, Right on your shopping list, minus two. Look I think, what you have left over so that I, next year you have an even better shopping list and you will only buy what you actually need. I think you shared that with us with a couple of weeks ago when you're on the show and it stuck I with did. me. It's I my, love like, it. I tell because if you're going to start, you know, as soon as you start shopping, you got to keep those those Shout it from the rooftops. I already, little secret, it's not a secret, the meat at 
Costco was on uh, um, has an OUP, right? They have flanken mm-hmm. and brisket, first cup brisket at the Costco in the Five Towns. I'm not sure what your Costco has in your neighborhood. They no, have we have kosher a decent meat. kosher section. We do. Okay, so I noticed that the meat was OUP or whatever hersha was a chassidisha hersha with a P, and I bought a thousand dollars worth of ribs. They never have flunken, and I put it in my freezer for my clients. Maybe it wasn't a thousand; I think it was five hundred dollars worth. Wow! I put it in the freezer right away, so I would get it because you can never get it before Pesach. So I was. Yeah, I'm convinced that flunken was probably really inexpensive back in the old country, and I think because it's so popular, they just hike up the prices. Because I find that when I go out to buy, you know, kind of six to eight strips of it, it cost me more than I would think it would. Right. So um, when I first moved to the five towns, a friend of mine, Michelle Brownschweig, shout out to you, Michelle. She, I don't know if she's listening to the show, but she once said, oh, look, second cup briskets on sale, it's four ninety nine a pound. I'm like, well, meat for four ninety nine a pound, I'm going to take some. It has never, ever been four ninety nine a pound again. I think it was right before it became really popular and it was choshev to only buy brisket first cut. But right. we've caught on that second cut is way better. Second cut should really way be better. Corn, should really be first cut. I know there's, I'm sure... A, technical reason from that and I'm sure that we'll hear from our guest Ellie Miller who will be here on the second half of the show from Emma's uh, charcuterie but I think like it's it's um it's funny how meat goes through trends marrow bones they couldn't give that away they used to throw it in the garbage and now Flashix magazine had it in the last one of the last two issues about marrow bones and and it's so hot right now yeah, no, it's so, you know, because the food is so expensive, especially for Pesach, like you really have to plan really well. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really like everything is expensive for Pesach, right? No, like, it is. You know, one of the reasons I organized my, my book, The New Passover Menu. Yeah, let's talk about um, your into book. Menu, into menus was that people would kind of it, give them a way to kind of really focus so they can get their list together and not feel overwhelmed by, okay, I did, I'm making this meat, but what else am I doing with it? I wanted to kind of take away some of the guesswork for that. No, it's really great. You have such a great book with things that have not been seen in kosher cookbooks before for Pesach, like your waffles. Like, who'd have thought you could oh, have great... I know. And my big joke was that, you know, when I was on book tour for this book, I kept telling everybody that they had to get a Pesach pot waffle maker. Right, it's true. It's really true. Because it makes your kids so happy. And obviously you can put potatoes and other things in it as well. But, you know, to have waffles for Pesach, big deal. It's a big deal. I have two waffle makers. I have a milky one and a fleshy one. Why do I have two? Because I use my potato kugel batter to make potato kugel waffles and then I serve it with pulled brisket on top. So you can... Oh, you're killing me. That sounds so <laughs> good right now. You can actually do that for Pesach, I'm just thinking, because... I know, but then I have to buy yet another waffle maker. Right, yeah, I'm sorry. So that means four. <laughs> you could actually own four waffle makers, a milkic one and a fleshic one for Chomets, right, and, and a milkic one and a fleshic so one for Pesach. So, yeah, you can buy some stock in some uh, waffle companies. Right, but the waffles that I have, the recipe is gluten-free, so it's a great waffle recipe to make all year round. Right. You know, we I, I had on the show last week Esther Anzarut, who, you know, gluten-free SY, because mm-hmm. she, uh, she's Syrian and she makes the meze, those little tiny apps, appetizers, and she makes them gluten-free. And they are also available all year. Like, you don't have to think Pesach only to eat well, gluten-free. Well, it was so interesting because when I wrote this cookbook, I basically took all the recipes that were in my head. I had written two dessert books before this, The Kosher Baker and The Holiday Kosher Baker. So when my publisher said, you know, I only have a few months for you to write this book, I took all the recipes that were in my head that I made every Shabbos for my family, and that's what I put into this Pesach book. So it's all the Shoyer family favorites, like my barbecue, my Moroccan spiced short ribs, and my caramelized onion sweet potato soup, like all my family favorite recipes I put into this Pesach book. Right. I did that the same, actually the same with mine, like, my my recipes that I make all year without the gluten in it went in my Pesach book. Right, and if anybody ever sees a recipe like all year round that has very small amount of flour, just know that you can convert it into a Pesach recipe. Right, right. You can sometimes just leave out the flour or sometimes you can just substitute in potato starch. But it's not the same equivalency, right? No, it's not. you. I, I usually do, I do a combination of like almond flour and potato tapioca or coconut, you know, starch or flour. Right, it's hard, but if you don't know flowers so well, even like myself, and I've written a Pesach book, um, how to blend the flowers. 
Like, right, because you couldn't. So re- I would never just do all potato starch to substitute for like a half a cup or a cup of flour so, because so, it's just too dry. You so, need to kind of mix it with something else. But I love ground nuts to use as flour substitutions. I love, I love the flavor of it them as well. Gummy. But you can't, you can't just substitute that because it has too much oil and moisture in it. Right, right, right. Paula, can we just divert, divert over to yes. the keto? What's going on with that? Wait, say that again. The keto, keto. Ah, yes. Okay. Because so, I got from your publicist the whole thing that you've got this whole keto thing going. Well, I have yes, you on the okay, phone. So this is, okay, so this is where I'm coming from. So there are so many diets out there. there. And a lot of them are very similar, but all of them are a little different. Keto is a specific diet where you're eating certain kinds of uh, – it's basically like a, a very low, low, low-carb diet. And there are vegetables that we eat all the time, like sweet potatoes and squash that actually have carbs in them. So those vegetables aren't part of – and carrots as well. They like – Above ground vegetables like mushrooms are okay. They don't like too much garlic, too many onions. So the whole idea behind it is that if you just go on this diet, your body goes into this state of ketosis where it burns fat, and people lose weight on that. And so many diets, Octavia is based on that concept as well. And um, But my thinking was, okay, people are on so many diets all year round, and then you get to Pesach and you think, okay, forget it. There's just no way I'm dieting on this holiday. It's impossible. <laughs> it is. So, so my thinking was, okay, I'm not on a full keto diet, but I'm always eating healthy food. So I thought, why don't I put out some kind of diet-friendly recipes for this holiday so people don't have to blow their diet? And even if you're not on a diet, you could balance out some of these healthier recipes with some things, the things that you make for Pesach all year round so you're not eating so much matzah-based food and so many potato-based meals. How do we find these recipes? I know some of them are starting to appear online. I believe that um, the chocolate cake that has avocado in the batter, this is really good. It's a sugar-free keto chocolate cake. I think it's on Chabad.org. I'm going to double-check for you right now. Um, so, yeah, so my thinking was, yeah, people could always use some lighter recipes to mix in with ones they, are, they like to eat anyway. And then for people who are on one of these diets, I wanted to give people some recipes so they didn't have to feel like they would completely blow their diet. So it's keto chocolate avocado cake, and it's on Chabad.org right now. Wow, that's so interesting. I, I never thought, I mean, avocado is a fat. Is right, fat, so, so that's you can the use fat that. that's in the, in the batter. There is some coconut oil in it as well. Wow. And, um, and then for this recipe, it's a combination of almond flour, dark, you know, cocoa, and coconut flour. Amazing. It's amazing. I mean, your book has tons of really great dessert recipes. Paula is, as we said in our last show, and I'm going to, you missed it. Paula is actually trained as a pastry chef in Paris. How cool is that? So she's It's written- cool because the best thing about training in Paris is that we made so many recipes with nut flours because the French love to do that. So right, right. basically French baking is really Pesach friendly. Okay, so with that, she's also written four books and, and one just on Pesach alone. So she really like knows her stuff. She's a great reference. And I, and I when I want to bake and I want to look something up, Paul is actually kind of like my encyclopedia of knowledge. Like I'll grab one of her books um, and and uh, research like the flour to oil to eggs to, you know, just ratios, flavors. Like she's really a big resource guide for me as well as having, besides having tons of incredible recipes. So um, go check out some of her books as well. They're available on Amazon or your local Judaica store. Um, yep. So what are your plans for Pesach? Family, hotel, Getting so away. I'm, okay, so, you know, I'm going to – I have, like, the, the sort of, like, the double whammy. So I'm going away for the weekend of the Seders. I'm going to be in Florida with family, and oh, we're going to nice. get everything catered there in Florida Ooh, nice. in Boca. And then I'll probably come back on Monday and be home for the rest of Hog. So my house – I'm going to have my house kosher probably a week and a half before Pesach and see if there's any friends here in Washington who want to come over and do some Pesach baking in oh, my kosher so kitchen nice a week before. Because people – every year people ask me for – you know, like, you do the personal chef. I haven't done that, but people are always asking me for desserts, and I thought, well, why don't I just kosher my house, and people can come here, and we can all bake together. That's so nice. I love that, that the community spirit. That's fantastic. Yeah, so I'm going to try to make that happen, and that way, when I get back from Florida, my house is all ready to go. Okay, good. Uh, you're fantastic. Paula is a ball of energy. She travels. She can come to your community, do a great, great presentation. She's so fun, so energetic. And the two of us together in a room are just crazy. <laughs> we have a lot of fun together. So, 
Um, thanks, Paula, for coming back on the show. Oh, happy to be here and talk about Pesach and, you know, just encourage everybody to focus on natural food and vegetables. Okay, yeah, I think keeps everything moving in the body. <laughs> well, when you're eating matzah, for sure. Yes, let my people go, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't I'm help myself. I'm that line. It's a good one. Uh, it's old line. It's an old line. Thanks, Paula. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you so much and a great Pesach. To you too. Thank you, Naomi. Bye. All right, bye. Paula Shoya. Wow, she is the queen of cookbooks along with so many great other ladies. But really, um, Paula is, is fabulous. And we really, when we get together, we just laugh the entire time. Um, okay, we have in the studio, we have Ellie Miller from um, uh, Emma Charcuterie. Are you also going to be on the show? You're joining in as well? Okay, great. We'll, we'll talk to you guys in a second. Um, Okay, you have all their deets. Okay, uh, great. And uh, but on the line, all the way from sunny California, is my good friend Deanie Klein. Deanie, hold on one second. Oh, ZK is getting around. ZK, Deanie. Hey, Deanie, I got you. Off oh, you. Hi, how's it going? Oh, this is so fun. This oh, is so. Deanie, remember when you were on the show here at the studio as a young chef who just finished CKCA, the kosher cooking school oh. in Brooklyn, the original school there before they closed down. Now there's a new cooking school. And you came oh, on. a long way. <laughs> yeah, my God, both of us. Like, How many years ago was it's, that? It's crazy. Like, we've been friends for so long. That must have been like four or five years eight, ago. It's like eight years. Well, I've yeah, only been doing this show seven years. About like eight years ago. So okay, so you're probably already graduated by then, because I think, I think the sh the show's only seven years old. So probably right the first season you're on. Yeah, uh, crazy. Oh my god, I miss that studio. Okay, well we need you back here now. Deanie was on my show a couple years ago, maybe two years ago, and I let her do. Yeah, right when my book came out, and we turned the tables because it was Purim Nafahu, right? And Deanie pretended to be me. And with my accent, and she interviewed me for my book on my own show, pretending to be me. Got it, guys? It like, was hilarious. So Deanie can do. <laughs> go on, can you do it now? No, no, Naomi. This is the table for two with Naomi Nachman. Let's get to it. <laughs> so not bad, right? We had the best time. That's I've probably practice for a bit. <laughs> yeah, this is the. She's probably the closest one that anyone's ever done to my accent. But Deanie, you've moved. Again, and you are Again. off and running on your your career has kind of changed up a bit. Oh, just a bit. My goodness. I mean, always a hustle, but a different kind of hustle. Um, but I'm really loving what I'm doing now. Um, it's been a really, really fun little journey. It's been it's been really cool. So you um, when let, talk about from where you left New York onwards. Yeah. So I left New York working as a private chef. Um, and then once I got to Florida, I kind of took advantage of that opportunity to really get out of the private chefing um, because it was great. It was great money and things were going really well. And, you know, I was growing as a private chef, but that wasn't the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal was to do something bigger, something that I could really monetize on without having to cook for individuals. Um, but rather be able to share with more people and be able to get into other people's kitchen in a different kind of way. Um, and this whole meal prep system came about. And I took the year that we were in Florida to sort of develop that concept. And we launched uh, Prep and Rally this past uh, September. Uh, September, we opened for subscriptions. And then our first week for meal prep was um, on October 14th, I want to say. Okay, now for um, those who are you, yeah. uh, uh, listeners who are not familiar with what meal prep is, can you give us a little bit more detail? Yeah, so working as a private chef, um, they always say the shoe man's kids have no shoes, so I would cook for everyone else and I would neglect my own family and I would Welcome. come home and we would That's eat like garbage. Uh, uh, Denny, yeah. that is us. In my house, there's yes. either feast or famine. There's 20 dishes for dinner or zero. Or nothing, exactly. People are always like, Mike, why are you so thin? Like, your wife is a chef. And he's like, you don't understand. Like, she cooks for everyone else but me. My kid, <laughs> my kid came home yesterday. My, my married daughter came into my house. She's like, there's nothing to eat here. I'm like, yes, yeah, sorry. I yep, sold it. Sorry. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a recipe testing day. <laughs> it's so funny. There's, there's so much truth to that. 
Um, so, yes, I decided to come up with this system for myself to help myself get through the week and to make sure that I had great food on the table all week long. So I would prep on Sunday a couple of staples for the week, and then all week long we could just mix and match those staples really easily into quick dinners. And I would do a very similar thing for my client. I called it a fridge stocker option where I stock your fridge for the week. Um, so, so yeah, so that's sort of how the idea came about and people were very interested in it. And I started sort of sharing these plans for free just to kind of gauge the interest and see if it was helping other people. Cause it was really saving my week. So you would, you, you would cook on Instagram yeah. and people would watch you cook, but it would be exactly. cooking so for the week in and- one shot. Right. Once I developed the concept, then I was really starting to test it out. So I would do it every other Sunday consistently and I would cook for an hour. Basically, I would send out a menu similar to how I do it now uh, the week before. So usually on Wednesday, I send out a menu with a grocery list so you could modify any way you need to switch it up to make it work. And then you shop. And then on Sunday, I went live on my Instagram and we would cook for like an hour um, together live in real time. So you're in your kitchen, I'm in my kitchen where, you know, Mike, was, Mike would record me and he would throw a question. Sarah from Arkansas wants to know, what do you put in your chicken or why does my salad dressing um, look so thick? What can I do to thin it out? So it was a really fun interactive and building this kind of community of women getting through the week together all while saving time, money, and sanity. Um, so the idea really took off from there and people were really finding peace and, you know, a less stressful week and, and finding all the benefits that I was finding by doing it myself. So it's like, I need to do this and share this with the world. And that is when I kind of got it all together, figured out the name, built the site, and here we are. Here we are. It's it's amazing. <laughs> I actually want to do this, guys, with, yeah. with, with Deanie because – and I want to do it now during my crazy Pesach season because I've got to cook for my family as well and my Pesach clients at the same time. I have a separate Pesach kitchen. Um, downstairs mm-hmm. so I can cook for Pesach and knowing that upstairs my family is eating something delicious. You can't just eat. It used to be that I would just like make noodles or pizza because I was too busy cooking exactly. the family. But my mm-hmm. kids are like, they're big now. They want to eat something healthy. And my little one wants something real. She can't want pizza and noodles. Exactly. And we're actually doing three weeks of like Pesach menus around Pesach time so that you could even have ideas of how to get through the week even on Pesach. So we're guys, stopping. We... Everyone's like, are you going to continue? Are you stopping? I'm like, of course we're continuing. And Life you, ha- on. you have a lot of... The fridge. Right, exactly. And you have a lot of not Jewish clients following you doing this. Yeah, you don't have yeah, to be kosher to be doing to... this. Yeah, I try to appeal to, be, to the Jews and non-Jews. You would never know that it's a kosher system. I just don't happen to use pork and make milk and meat, but you can always add in or substitute anything you want. Um, and I do also write out if you should be using like a parag or meat pan because sometimes we'll use quinoa once as a side dish for the meat and one as a side dish um, for a dairy meal. So I'll let you know if oh, you should be using a parag. So it's very user-friendly for, for juice, yeah. For the kosher, that is so brilliant. Yeah, 100%. Ah. And let everybody know. I mean, you guys can all try it out. I'm doing this promotion where you can use promo code free month, all in caps, and you get a whole month free. Okay, um, guys. Try it out. So, so yeah. wait, for our listeners today, right, mm-hmm. you can do this. Yep. Free month, okay? Now, this show is going to air right before, like a week or so before Pesach. So perfect the, timing. You'll get perfect all timing. You'll menus. get Pesach menus, which yes. you can use on Pesach, and they'll be mm-hmm. basically be gluten free after Pesach. Dean is known exactly. for fresh, healthy cooking, so you won't yeah. see much of a difference between Pesach and non-Pesach food because exactly. the food is fresh and delicious. I know our friend exactly. Melinda's been doing it a lot. Of, she she bought a subscription. Yeah, she is amazing. I mean, yeah. she does it every single week. And even though she's creative and likes to cook, and so many women are like, but I really enjoy cooking. I like to make my menus. But she just sometimes wants an inspiration of not having to think about what's for dinner. Or maybe she has got a good idea to make poke bowls one night. She wouldn't have necessarily thought of that without the right. subscription. So uh, it, it just makes life easier and it's less thinking. And you could take what, from it what you want. I make some of the food for Shabbos every so often. So I always want people to keep these PDFs that I send out. Um, store them away. People put it binders. People are making these like full-on cookbooks with them because I want you to utilize those recipes in other ways throughout the year. How many subscribers yeah. do you have so far? Um, we are we've had like fourteen hundred or so from start to finish, uh, oh. but we're about nine hundred active subscribers currently on recurring plans. That is amazing! So, wow. Yeah, it's cool, and we're like just attempting to start doing some actual marketing. So it's really just been this like amazing community of people. You know, spreading the word, sharing their pictures, talking to their friends about it, because it really is such a life-changing 
you know, it really is such an amazing system, and it's so helpful for busy working moms because you're saving a ton of money, first of all. You're shopping once. You're cooking once. You know that you're not, you know, we call it the group fitness of the food space because you know that you're not doing it alone. You're in it together. Everybody is cooking at the same time on Sunday. So we're, we're kind of in it together and making a chore, like a fun, fun experience and getting dinner on the table with ease because all week long you're pulling out, you know, five to ten-minute dinners that you just simply assemble. And you'd be so surprised. I mean, kids are eating so beautifully now. Even, like, picky husbands are, like, trying new things because all, you know, different recipes, different ideas, and it's coming from the prep and rally girl. So people are more willing to try different things. And prep and rally girl shows a lot of her family to show on her Instagram, her gorgeous children, her husband. She shows you her life, you know, how to put on makeup, how she gets ready to do her videos. You really see a lot of Deanie in this, and it's her whole personality, her whole being comes through in Prep and Rally from her Instagram, and you should all be following her. She switched from Deanie Delivers. Remember she was Deanie Delivers? Yeah. Now to Prep and Rally. She's very far uh, verified on Instagram. So cool. Yeah. Thank you. You should follow that. And she's been on TV now, Home and Family. ZK, she was on Home and Family. Oh, my goodness. They are so amazing on there. I mean, thank you, Naomi. You, like, totally hooked it up um, with Trina. She's amazing. And it's it's great. There's so many more opportunities out in L.A. as well when it comes to filming. And there's just – you just get yourself out there. And I'm so inundated with my day-to-day, like, customer service and then updating the website and recipe testing that having somebody to actually pitch you for these things are great. And, you know, these networks want to showcase this because it's so helpful to busy working not limited to, but a lot of moms are working now. So it's very, very helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's funny because I have the Dini underscore Klein Instagram as well. But, like, I'm thinking of just deleting it because I was thinking that would be the personal one and then Prep and Rally would be the more, you know, formal, like, straight business. But, like, Prep and Rally is a lifestyle. Like, no, it's it basically, is. Basically, it's making my life easy. And because I mail prep, I'm able to go out one night you know, serve the kids dinner quickly and then go on a date night. I'm able to hang out with my kids or go go away. It's just, it really changes your life. And, and I like to showcase that and show how amazing the system is and how it affects my what, week. What so I think is really cool. Tea. Yeah, no, I think mm-hmm. it's really cool. You show your little girls eating like broccoli and yeah. chicken <laughs> and salmon. When people say to me, you know, like my kids would never eat that. I'm like, if you start them young, like I did and you yes. did, they will eat it. You, you need know. to start young, 100%. Start young, and I always say because of Prep and Rally, people are eating better because of the variety. Every single week you're eating something new. If you ask my kid what's the favorite, what's your favorite thing that your mom makes, they would look at you blankly because I don't make the same thing twice. They're always really trying cool. new things, and they become so adventurous because of that because there's no norm. It's not like we have pizzas on Wednesdays and chicken nuggets on Thursdays. It's always something different. And I, I really think that that's so important for kids so that they're constantly trying new things. And what also helps is having everything assembled already or having everything cooked for the most part on Sunday. So all you have to do is come home from picking your kids up from school and just assemble it. You could get the kids involved in assembling their poke bowls or building their own pizzas because all the components are cooked already. You've already shopped. So it just it makes it fun. It's a total game changer. You're making me want to go home right now and prep and rally. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going I'm to hook you up with a, with a free year of Naomi. Okay, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But yes. I hope you guys are all doing it. And, and she's giving you one month for free to the listener's table for two. Mm-hmm. You just have to yep. write in the code free month onto prepandrally.com. And you get it mm-hmm. one month free. And you can watch Deanie do this amazing, incredible, you know, food. So it's it's great. It's it's just I'm so yeah. proud of you. You've just you had this you know brain to table you know brain to shelf concept. They always call it brain to shelf when you thought of something in your head till it, you've got it out to the the people to buy on the shelf mm-hmm. or your product. It's 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 fabulous. So I'm yeah, so proud of honestly, you. you just have to always take a risk. I mean, I remember thinking like, are people actually going to do this? Will they pay me for this system? But you know, it kind of proved to myself that that I could do it, and I went for it. And I was like, it could be a huge flop, but. I'm only going to know if I try. And You're doing by it. By the way, I mean, it was, it, we're doing it, and it's, it's going really well. Thank uh, God. It's, it's been really fun, and I have lots more exciting things at my slate. Oh, so. I can't wait to see you share it. Yes, please keep all our yes. uh, <laughs> listeners on, on Nachum Siegel Network uh, listening Definitely. to and up, up, keep us updated. Um, how's the weather in California? 
Oh, it finally feels like spring. It's beautiful. It was like in the 70s yesterday. Oh, so nice, oh, so nice. Yeah. Remember when I was there in January, it was raining and cold. Oh, it was nasty. Everybody I know. kept the worst week. And everybody kept apologizing to me. I'm like, don't um, no, worry. Because it's been the weirdest, wettest winter, apparently. Apparently, it's never this cold or wet. But right. Well, uh, rainy, rainy winter. So far in New York, we've had, you know, we've had our moments. We've had some pretty cold yeah. days, but yeah. Getting, All right, getting warmer now. It's, we hope, we hope so, we hope so. You know, Purim is late, yeah. late April, so uh, let's hope that you know we'll get lots of yeah. sunshine. Um, Dini, thank you so much. Thank you for coming thank on. Thank you, Naomi. Good chatting, and, and we'll speak to you soon. We'll speak right? to you thank soon. You guys. Bye, everyone. Okay, bye, <laughs> Dini. Bye. Thanks. Shabbat shalom to Dini Klein out there in California. It's there. She is three hours behind, so she got up nice and early for us. Guys, it's so nice that she did that free month. It's really, it's worth actually some really solid money there. So take advantage, especially Pesach time. I'm so going to be doing that. I promise you. I'm going to show you on my Instagram that I am signing up for this because that was really nice. Okay. Now, for the moment we've all been waiting for. Okay. Hold on one second. I'm just making sure I pronounce right. Okay, great. Because <laughs> we didn't start, I forgot. I'm sorry. You know, there's a lot that goes on in your brain when you're preparing a show and your brain like gets a little fachada. Yeah, 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 right. I know. <laughs> I know now. Okay, the moment we've all been waiting for, all the way from Lakewood, New- Elizabeth, New Jersey. I knew it was New Jersey. Right. I knew it was New Jersey. <laughs> we have Ellie and Hannah Miller. Honey. Hannah, 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 I really wanted to have them on the show because I was so excited to meet them. And they've made a bit of a splash on Instagram. Yeah, so uh, far, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's been going good. We're still in the middle of our soft opening. which What's a soft opening? Tell right, me. So we had, we had our trial launch back in October. Uh, our soft launch basically is that, um, is that we're up and running, but I haven't made a public announcement yet because I want to make sure I don't get overbogged after Pesach. Is when we're gonna uh, do do a public. Basically, if anyone, anyone time, anytime people contact me and say, "Oh, could I order?" I'm like, "Yeah, go on the website, no problem," and it's fine. Right, but now, so you're not quite up and running yet for. I'm up and running. It's just not automation. It's not automated. So, so I was one of the lucky people who got to try this first. So, okay. So, what actually is charcuterie for those people who are new to this? Okay, so charcuterie is the the process of preserving meat, curing it with salt, keeping it so that it doesn't need a refrigerator. Everything that we make is Is that how they used to do it way back when before we had our our whatever brand of GE refrigerators? That's exactly what happened. And it was done out of necessity. And then in the past 15 years, it kind of became a bigger thing and people were realizing how how good it actually tasted itself. Rather than just it being something that a hundred years ago was nece- a thousand years ago was necessity, that they just preserved it with salt. Now, now it's it's a delicacy. Right? Isn't it funny? Like ten years ago, what was charcuterie? Nobody heard of it. Who was the, doing in, it ten in, years in, ago? In, in the in the kosher world. In the no. kosher world yeah, only. Yeah, yeah, the kosher world. No, I, I, I it never was, heard it of was, it. It was dried salamis. That that was it. Right, washed. Yeah, right. as my mother, grandmother used to call it. And now it's become like so trendy. I think the first time I had it was Prime Bistro, Prime Grill. Yep, Prime Grill was doing it. Manhattan it was like butter, soft like butter. Yep. Like this is me. It was amazing. And then now Ari White and so many companies, yourself, Meet and Board, your mm-hmm. friend, Yehuda. Like it's just amazing how it's just become at the forefront of, you know, yeah, it's, kosher it's, food. <laughs> yes. Uh, kosher food trends. Exactly. Um, I'm. 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 I'm personally hoping that it's going to be a trend like sushi is a trend where it's still around. Um, <laughs> right. Because right? sushi, sushi, everyone's. Every, a lot of people are wondering whether charcuterie is going to be a fad or not. And I, and I say to them, well, sushi was a fad. 
It never died, though. No, it's a sta- You want it to go from fad to staple. Exactly. That's a good exactly. line. From fad to staple. Exactly, and that's and I mean that's what you, that's what you were seeing in 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 the in the non kosher world where it's 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 sticking around. It's not a fad. And as long as there's people who are doing it in the kosher world and they're doing it good, there's no reason why. It as long as we stay carnivores and not vegetarians, we're good. Exactly. We're good. The only problem is you're not going to find charcuterie in every pizza shop like you will with sushi. Right, right, right. I know pizza and sushi. What have we done? It's crazy. Like, it also has to be done well and right. the right, right way. Right. Yeah. That's very important. So what is the right way? What is the right way? Um <laughs> I don't know what the wrong way is. I, I know that there are wrong ways. I don't know what the wrong way is. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So, what, um, I mean, the right way is taking the time. Um, studying. studying it. Um, I spent a lot of time. I re- got books. I read books. I mean, I, 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 br- I brought this one, I, this one here. was the first book I got. Okay. My, what my, is it called? My, I love when people like research something until they know it inside out. Connie's <laughs> rolling her eyes. Well, Honey, we can't go out tonight. I've got to read about uh, oh, charcuterie. It was like well, another well, college well, course. The, this, it literally the, the, is a college. Course. My friend gave this to me, and he said, "Oh, it's about it's about making home sausages and everything." And I figured it's going to be a, a cookbook. Open it. It's a college textbook. Oh my god! Yeah, this is overwhelming. Yeah. Cold, smoke, and fermented but, sausages. But but there, there's there's charts. There's no there's no. There's almost no pictures. There's diagrams and this is charts. This like a medical school book. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. And, and that's I how read you it. Bacon, butts, loins, and lard. Okay, you skipped that chapter. <laughs> you did not. Gay? I didn't skip. He it. Didn't. I didn't skip it because I'm I, because I want to figure out how to do all the, my. I want to figure out how to do all the stuff that's available in Trafe. I want to make it figure out how to do it kosher, which is why I use a lot of veal. Because veal is said to be. I don't know. But this is what I what I've been told by many many people. Veal is the closest um, in flavor and texture and and looks to to pork. Interesting. I'm looking here at the book, smoked fish pate, and it's got a whole bunch of um, <laughs> recipes for smoked salmon pate, smoked salmon with avocado. Oh, that's right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And me, I love flat venison sausage, wild boar sausage. Wild game sausage, wild game meat. I, I, I want to get my hands on some venison and do some stuff with venison. I was once given venison. <laughs> Felt like I was eating Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very it's, good. It's, it was it's good. good. Yes, good. Uh, right. One of the good things about venison in the kosher world is that you don't have to worry about knicker. You can use the, you can use the hind quarter also. Because I'm not sure, is, is, is deer a chaya or a behemoth? Whichever one a cow is, deer is the other one, and you could use the entire backside of it. So you don't have to. There's no. You don't have any of those problems. Right. So interesting. I mean, I on 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 uh, on, on on Christmas, uh, a good a uh, good Madison in Brooklyn was having. Uh, actually, they were having it all over. Uh, a good Israel of America was having um, to commemorate Ravelsky's uh, yard site. They had a whole because Dafiomi is learning Hulin right now, and they had a whole sheer about. I mean, they brought a a a shechted, They they shechted a, a goat a lamb. That, Oh. Uh, what's Hulin? Hulin for uh, our Hulin. listeners who don't know. Yes, Hulin, um, yes, Hulin, know. Hulin is, the, is the tractate of the Gemara of the Talmud that in the Dafyomi where they're learning uh, a daf a day. Yeah. Um, that's, that, that's, what they're, that's what they're learning right then. And it deals with all the... All the um, laws of Shrita. Laws of, there all you the go. Shrita and everything like that. There I don't know because I... Go. I'm not actually. Gets it. <laughs> I don't actually. I think I was the only person there that doesn't learn Dafyomi. I was there just to watch them. This is your daf. Yeah, right. I, I, I was there to really That's see it. them. I mean, they shechted it. They they slaughtered it earlier that day, and then they were showing all of the different parts of it. And I was just there <gasps> just to get the to get the knowledge of the animal. Oh, so I, I would love that. Yeah, it, love was, that. it was it was it was bloody. It was gross. It was really. Awesome. Yeah. Oh wow! It was cool. Great. I have no I have no problem with that. Yeah. Tasha's- Ellie is the one who you call. I mean, everybody in the neighborhood calls. If they want to know what cuts of meat to get for what, how to cook, what cut of meat, Fantastic. you know, like been a, I wish we would have met when I did my book. Yeah. I had a million questions. Okay, I'm sure you're gonna do another book. Oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> never say never. But. Right. So, uh, and it's his passion. It's so nice, it's, it's, and it, you guys are working together. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, so I'm. You're I, the CFO. I'm the CFO. I do, I have my own business, but part of what's your what business? I do, I do um, bookkeeping and virtual CFO. Cool. And so part of what I do is uh, for Ellie's business is I help him 
manage the business. I have nothing to do with the food. I leave that to the master foodie. I just have to deal with the books. How do the and kids manage? You um, were saying uh, before about feast or famine. Sometimes that happens in our house. <laughs> we, 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 See, like it happens. Well, we, we call it, especially uh, like uh, like like before before, before Yontif when I'm going crazy because I go crazy for Yontif. Um, it's called Tynus Eliezer because I'm just because you'll, you'll eat on Yontif. No, there's no food now. It's cereal. When and the milk. kids say like, "What's for dinner?" What's it's for like dinner? you'll eat on Yontif. But now you don't have to because you can do prep and rally. Yeah, I'm, right. I yeah. Yes. One That's... one hour you'll have food for the week. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, 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 it was the first thing. Together. It's the first thing that I thought of. I was like, ha ha ha. Good I idea, Dean. Good yes. idea. Okay. But so let's talk about with well, the cameras on. If you are listening on the uh, YouTube channel, if you are list, if you're listening on the nachamsegel.com or on the app or on the podcast, <laughs> you can now watch our show. I mean, you've been able to watch it for a while, but you should switch to turning on to the cam to the video because you can see what's going on here behind the scenes we have a beautiful charcuterie board laid out for us yep. um oh he's being uh, yeah but zk's know how to zoom in oh, this is the master yeah we can but you can always bring it closer because we like this yeah. zk's very happy when we bring in we're happy to be flashics in the mornings right always always, <laughs> always. i'm almost uh, never milky <laughs> when I cooked, when I did my Pesach book, we were testing the chocolate recipe a hundred times, like just to make sure I got it right. And it's 12 hours, right? You have to, you have to, we put up at night and in the morning test it, right? So long as I had my cup of coffee in the morning first, by 10.30, I was happy to be flushed. Right. Yeah. The, the rest and recipe testing. I, I haven't done, I haven't done a, a cookbook, but I know because I mean, especially with my, with the beef jerky I'm making and all this stuff, it's, and this stuff, the recipe tasting is, is more than 12 hours. It's, it's months. Right. <laughs> so I can't. I, so it, I can't. If it's screwed up, you won't know. Exactly. Till, till well, and, that's, and that's why I can't. I can't do one and then taste it three months later and then tweak it. Um, when I was when I first started doing it, I made ten and I did them all different. And I the notes I had to keep. The notes. Wait. The notes and the cost. The cost is so much money. Yep. Wow. Yep. Excel files. The Excel files that I was dealing with. Oh my the God. databases that for keeping my recipes just to keep track of everything. The weight, how much was going into every little, it, it was. Really, Shakoya. Really, guys, it's... when someone starts a business, you have no idea from behind the scenes what is involved. This looks like a beautiful board. This is no two sleep. years That's two years of worth of work. Yeah. Really, Shakoya. I'm like Thank so you. proud of you guys. <laughs> it's really, uh, it means a lot. I, I know what the grit is and yeah. you've got the grit. Okay, let's try some foods. You guys hungry. Okay. What do we want to try? Oh, I, everything. I, I, okay. I, I, is this it. bread? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, so this is actually these are crostinis that I made. Oh, these are crostinis that I made um, from baguettes from Petit's Bakery. Ah. Uh, 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 I'm only going to use the good stuff now. Um, some... Do you know what Petit's Bakery is? Okay. Um, oh. You know the the chef that was he was actually here on the show. Uh, what are you ex- from Pardes? That's one of the things that I regret most in my life is that I could have gone to Pardes like. A week after they opened, and I saw the menu, and I was like, "This guy's crazy. There's no way I'm going there." But he was crazy awesome, and it was uh, I, I missed. So it. it closed down, and he's reopened a milchik, unbelievable empire. Empire um, in what's in it? Linhurst. Linhurst, that far from you? It's right near Passaic. I mean, he, I, I'm getting buying wholesale. I'm buying wholesale, so I get to get it. Um, can you get? Stuff for me. <laughs> oh my god! My I, kids saw the boxes and they were like, "What?" I, 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 and then they're like, "Oh, it's just bread. Where's the other stuff?" They're yeah. like looking, looking so I for went, it. I went on a Bobka co with Shifra right. Klein for the and magazine and, and Naomi Elberg, and right. I'm drawing a blank on who was with us: Kayla Kay, Naomi Ross, and myself. Oh. Sorry, I had a little mental break there. And and we tried all different Bobkas and pastries and stuff. Yeah. It was fabulous, but this was. We went. We went to Patisse number yeah. one. Yeah, amazing. So, so, so I make the crostinis out of their stuff. So some people hold that it's mizonos. Now that it's not bread anymore, some people hold it as mozi. I brought these also in case. Personally, I would have washed before the show started. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you could you could hold that. I can it, wash it, into the mizonos. garbage bin over here. <laughs> a, okay, up, after up the show. You. After the show. Okay. Right. I'm happy to have it just plain. Okay. So okay. Right. So. A lot of people are like that. Personally, I don't like it plain. 
Okay, so I should have it. I want. It's. It, I always want it the way the chef wants right. me to eat. So most most of the most of the stuff is too overpowering to eat plain. A lot of people do it. I get I get people calling me and they just they just keep it in their desk drawer and they're just eating it nonstop. You can do that, but you might not like it like that. Most people, I don't like it like that. To me, it's it's an accompaniment. Like you want to have that flavor with something else. So that's why. Have it with an olive. With I brought some some blood orange segments. Um, with a pickle. I want to chat with a blood orange segment. Okay. So it's really with good. With a blood orange, you're gonna want. That's great. It's really good. Okay. It, it brings out like yeah, every here's flavor. A spoon. Here's a spoon. I brought good. Okay. We've got good supplies. Okay. So what are you taking for me? This this is. One second. Take this. Okay, so I've got a toothpick. He's grabbing a toothpick and he's taking what's that? This is a veal pancetta. Which is pancetta is imitating veal. pork right. or something, right? Yep. So, some, so, so, so some people call it like veal cheddar. I, I don't like that. It just sounds weird to me. I'd rather say instead of I'd rather say that it's a veal pancetta. Okay. Just like veal bacon. Okay. Uh, not bracha. I mean. Uh, yeah, you take the orange, yeah. You're going to have the orange. Yeah, you have to talk while I chew. Um, yeah, so that's one of the good things. Um, what, you you want to talk? Sure. That was really good. Yeah. The veal, so the veal pancetta, you make two different kinds, right? You right, make so the rolled the, one. Have, there's the rolled one, and then there's a flat Um, The flat one I actually didn't bring on this one. This is That's the veal pancetta. This is a veal prosciutto. Basically, What's the difference between a pancetta and a prosciutto? Right, so pancetta... They're they're very similar. They could be similar as far as this guy too. <laughs> what would you like? What, 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 what would you like? Okay. Anything. Oh, that was good. But maybe put on a cracker or something. Yeah. You want a kickle or you want? I like a plane. Oh, you want a plane? Oh, he's one of those guys. Okay. He's one of those guys. One of those guys. You know what? Yeah. Go you for this first. Oh, that's what I loved, right? Right. Yes. Uh, Everybody loves Brazola. Yeah. Uh, Every, yeah, it's it's. How do you pronounce it? Brazola. 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 Okay. You have to say it the Italian way. Brazola. Brazola. Uh, yeah, you don't have to though. I know, but the way you say it. When I, I met so good. Right. right. When I met Ellie and his whole family, like the way they say, like they're very into the way you pronounce things. You know, you have to pronounce things the right way. Like poke is not poke. Right. 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 And or far is not is if faux is not far. Right. It's right. It's not faux gras. It's far. Right. Well, or faux de Vietnamese it's, soup. Right. Oh, it's oh, P-H-O. oh. So people right. call it faux, but it's really far. Right. Fa. Right. Fa. So. Fa. So they were talking about something, and and my mother-in-law was talking about a food, and I kept saying, "What are you saying?" Like I didn't understand, and then Ellie's like, "No, no, that's the correct way to pronounce it." Like, like that's right. See. That but I don't know why the, when someone says croissant, it, it, it's a French word, but croissant has become part of the American language. So just like you, can, you don't part have part of it, it is that baguette. you're thinking that it's a it's, it's a baguette now. Right, it's, but it's, if you went to yes. France, oh, 100. If I'm going to France, I'm calling it croissant. Right, but if I'm here, but you're if I'm going, going to Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin Donuts, I'm getting then a croissant. you're getting a croissant, <laughs> and they'll smack you if you got croissant. Right, because exactly. exactly. like how pretentious are you? <laughs> right. All right. What's right. next? So. <laughs> <laughs> this one, okay. So the difference between the pancetta and the and the prosciutto, pancetta I is cured with different spices. Prosciutto is just salt. Okay. Right? So, so what am I having? Okay. So this is gonna be veal prosciutto. Veal prosciutto. Actually, do you like who? Do you like lamb? Yeah, I love lamb. Okay, so oh, he's switching oh, to lamb. I love lamb. Oh yeah, now we're for well, sure. Ellie really doesn't even like lamb so much. Like lamb. What? I don't. Like I know. Lamb. It's a bit fatty. Whatever. It's so good. It is. It is fatty. It's so good. It's lamb. Okay. Lamb guy? When Ellie starts, so yeah, you don't also have to ask him, just feed him. For like the extra pieces of the lamb, like that he can't slice up anymore. You know, he like cuts them into cubes and he like puts it on top of a burger and like in like the 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 lamb bacon, like oh, you yeah. can smell it throughout the house. And I'm like, oh, like I'm like upstairs maybe working or something, and I'm like, what's going on downstairs? Like you just smell, like you can't get rid of that lamb bacon smell, and it's the best. It's so good. Yep. I love this. It's... Can you crisp this up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That is delicious. You could put it with eggs. You could put it with I've done, I've done burgers. I've yeah. yeah. And then uh, there's the pepperoni sticks, right? Pepperoni sticks. Oh, yeah, that's I mean, like the, a big the, fan favorite. Yeah. It's not necessarily charcuterie like brazola or, right. or, 
or the lamb bacon or the pancetta. This is also um, a cracked pepper beef jerky, <coughs> which is. Does that make? It, it, it's not gonna bring it. Oh, it's not gonna bring your tongue. It, but it's gonna hit you in the throat on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I'll, it, be, I'll be the judge. Yeah, I've already got issues. Personally, I I love heat, but it's more like a Scotch heat where it's warm going down rather than burning your tongue and your lips. Okay, we're it's waiting this, for ZK. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's, it's gonna take about twenty seconds before you before you feel it. Not not yeah. that it'll kill you, but you'll feel it. It's too strong for me. Ah. Also, I have yeah. a bath right. Yeah, and then there's the duck. Duck is the duck is for the people is for the people who love love duck. love, love, I love salty. Love duck. The duck is always gonna be salty. And then we have the riettes. I didn't find this as salty as it was the other day. This is from the new batch. It's delicious. So what? good, right? When I tried this the other day, it was a little salty. Um, did I give you this or I'm not sure? I'm, I, I don't, don't know, but this yeah, is yeah. delicious. Yeah. I I know I gave you the duck. I know I gave you duck pancetta. So this, that so maybe, maybe it was try, this try one? that one. Tell me. Okay, if that's let me try yeah, the pancetta one. one. Is the one that you said is saltier. Right. Again, not as salty. Okay. okay. Salty. Good. Yeah. Mm. But not salty. overpowering. Yeah. It's um, salty. The riettes. That's what you're about Okay, to that's what I'm going for. Okay, so I gave it, the, we have the duck. So now there's also, now there's also the veal. When he started on this whole venture, we used to get riettes. I will say, in the beginning, beginning, we were calling it rillets. Right. Rillettes. No, we no, were just, just calling rillets. it rillets. We were uh, calling it rillets because we didn't uh, know. Pe- Pella sells uh, the duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. duck riettes. And it was th- this back in the day before I really started getting into this, and I just called it, we called it rillets. And uh, yeah, so that's changed. It, now it's the riettes, but I make uh, I make with veal and I make with duck. Um, oh, I want to try the veal one. Can I try, try it on a cracker? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I just don't know if I wash or not on that. You so. don't like the cracker? Uh, no, on this this is this is this is mizon- No, no, but if I have it on the patis uh, after yeah. the show, I'll wash. Do you have it with mustard? I see a mustard okay, and yeah. pickles. Okay, so yeah, so with this you're gonna want, actually. Oh, I'm gonna want fat big jam. Yes. Now you're talking, baby. Ooh, ooh. Okay, guys, check this out. I'm going with a little apricot. Okay. What do you want, CK? Fig or apricot? Yeah, wait. Okay, we're all no, eating. Wait. I'm a foodie guy. Which oh, one that is that? Is the duck or the or the that's the, the veal. veal? Oh my god! It's so good, right? That's so good. I and really it's, like and it. it's not nearly as salty as no. the, the duck one. Delicious. I love yeah. it with a jam. Yes. And look at these cute little pickles. What do I have with this cute little pickle? Okay, with that you are going to want. Look at this tiny cute pickle. This is the land of the pickles on our east side. What are you looking for? I'm trying to think. Um, oh, no. That you want the brazola with that. Brazola. Okay. Just, so just wrap it around? Yep. Okay. But I can have the brazola plate. I like that. All right. Look at this. This is so cute. So are you going to move into a Pesach line for next year? I mean, obviously you can't do it for this year. Um, right. the plan, yes, the plan, yes. Is this easy to make Pesach thing? Yes. Um, the only problem, um, the only thing that would be is, is an issue on here is the bread. <laughs> and besides the bread, um, mustard. the mustard is, is mustard seed because the kidney is in it. Ah. So there's mustard seed, in, obviously in the mustard, um, but in um, and in the pepperoni sticks there are. Okay, I want to try pepperoni sticks. Is this what I had the other day? Possibly. I don't remember what I gave you. Oh, this is good. Oh, CK. Yeah. Guys. We have, like... Some of them are harder. Some of them... Are, this was a softer batch. This has got a niece in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fennel, yes. Yeah, fennel. Yep, fennel. yep. Some people aren't a fan. Good call. Uh, yeah. You either good love call. it or you hate yep, it. Yep, yeah. it's... Yeah. No, there's no quality. It's so... Fennel's in your face. Right. Yeah. Oh? No, but not everybody. But somebody was like, oh, it kind of has like that licorice, like, uh-huh. right. you know. Definitely. Uh, Soft. We got an order so for Purim for 400 packages yeah, I'm still of the pepperoni sticks. They oh. have to be delivered by Friday. No. No? They had- no, we, get, we got it. They're done. I'm saying they had to be right. delivered by right. Friday. And the Friday before Purim. Friday the, before Purim. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and... It, it's, uh, it was a week it was, of no it was, sleep. Yeah. It was yeah, crazy. welcome to my world at yep. this time. Both of us, right? Right. This is yes, this is this our is time. The, yes. 
Plenty of time to sleep later. Yeah, put, I call Plenty it the time. P words because Pesach is not just Pesach alone. It's Pesach and Purim right. together. Like someone made a comment to me the other day. Why didn't Hashem make it that Purim would be a month after Pesach? Right. Why, okay, why? Why not? Like it would be easier for us. No, we'd be so wiped out. We wouldn't be able to do Purim. We wouldn't enjoy it as wouldn't much. Enjoy it as much. We would not enjoy it as much. We wouldn't enjoy Pesach as much. You think we enjoy Pesach per, so much because per, per, Purim is first? Per, yeah, Purim is. The, what do you guys per, think? Per, Purim is the appetizer. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and you put yeah. it in terms of food that I sp- yeah. I speak food. I, we, oh. go, we, we, go, El- we go crazy. Ellie. We go crazy for Purim every year. Like like. Uh, real. Ellie go crazy when again. No. I'm a big fan of Yantif in general. Like, he right, said. I used to love yeah. Yantif. Love when we were Yantif. dating, he said, "I love Yantif." I did not realize how much he meant that until <laughs> we were married, like, and. <laughs> And I remember, like, oh, that's so cute. Okay, you're so cute. Like, you're saying I love Yantif. And he, every year for Sukkot, we have a new, you know, bigger and better thing. And every, every year we add something to the Sukkot. Right. Sukha. I mean, we have a we sink have, in our Sukkot. We have a washing station in the Sukkot. Yeah. We have chandeliers. It was so cute. And then Pesach also, like, the first Pesach we made, he had to get China dishes. I was like, are you out of your mind? Who the heck? No, no, we're not. He's washing them. Right. And he, I, yeah, I, I, he stayed I, I, up I, I, all night after the Seder. Because let me tell you, I did not. He's a good boy. He is. He's a keeper. He is. <laughs> wow, that's really yeah. awesome. I also yeah. went to, I love Yontif. Like, yeah. I love Yontif. I like, it's, it's, you hear me talk about it all the time. Yeah. But I mean, it's, Pesach, Pesach, we end up going to, we've done, we've done, we've done a few times, but, but other times, like, we'll go to either, we'll be with Hani's family or with my family. Sukkis, we're home. Right. Sukkis is, right. yeah, it's, it's. But even Pesach, even when we go to your family or my family, right. it's. Okay, Ellie, what oh, are you making? Are, which dips are you making? And let me tell you about this food. And, you know, are we doing napkin rings? Are we doing this? You know. I love that. I love that you guys are so into that. That's yeah. so wonderful. Oh, let's go back to the Yeah, shikuri. sorry. Yeah, back yeah. to the, yeah, no, back to the meat. Because we've yes, got about four more minutes left. Next year we will be kosher for Pesach. Okay, that's fantastic. Because I think everyone is going to be so hooked on this. Yeah. I see. You have salt and right. pepper. Okay, so I forgot actually about that, but um, that's one of the things I like to add on, like with the, with the with the riyadh. So like, I'll take a, I'll take like when you have the, the Himalayan pink salt, I'll just add it on there, and it's it's. He, I do it, like one. You know what he he what's so cool? He likes his own product. <laughs> I do. Yes, it's great. He gets I'll high on his own supply. Just a little bit. Uh, uh, just just keep it a little bit because. Have to like you know fit into Pesach clothing. Yeah, Yeah. he gets high on his own supply. Yeah, yeah, he does. I I I think that's amazing. I want a little bit to try. Put a little bit the edge of a cracker with some some of the sea salt. Okay, is it pink Himalayan? Yeah, yeah, a little pepper. I already have like throat issues. Okay, this looks so cute. Look at this, guys. Casey, K, you want one? Yeah, just keep feeding this. Do you want stuff. the other one? Do you want the duck uh, riads or do you want the veal riads? Which one? Gonna, yeah, we're gonna... We'll try Try the duck. All right. Going for, you got to try it. Mm. It's so rich. When, wow. we, when we first started this, Ellie's been in like the food business. He's been a foodie his whole life, and he loves <laughs> food, and he loves to talk about it. Oh, like and me. <laughs> exactly. Loves everything about it. Um, so I was out of the business for, for a number of years, though. But about two and a half years ago, three years ago, when was it? When we got made our kiddush? It was, uh, it was two years ago. I'm trying, yeah. to, I'm um, trying to play in blood orange. Yeah. That's what happened was well, I, we were mm-hmm. making a kiddush for, for, for our youngest daughter, for our youngest daughter, and I had a, I had a budget in mind that I was going to do it in the house. And I figured, you know what? Everyone's been doing like hard salami and charcuterie, but... I wanted to do the real thing, so I went and I made it, and uh, and I was obsessing over it. Like I was spending all this time, and it finally got to the point where she was like, "Okay, if you're spending this much time on it, you better monetize this." Like, like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, and he made his own. At that point, he also he made his own charcuterie board, like one that snapped apart and put together. And I was like, "But I built my own curing boxes." Right, he built his own curing box. And yeah. I was like, this is turning into something. On, what? On a, instead of spending $30,000 on a commercial machine, I built my, uh, I, I built. Oh my God, I, I, I love I actually, that. I have three now. Um, yeah. And I might be building a fourth or I might not be. I'm not sure yet. But. So, and that's when, 
That was the beginning stages of MS, charcuterie. MS, the real thing, the yep, truth. That's it. Yes, that's the, right. you got the truth. Guys, I love it. That's wow. It. Yeah. It's so. unbelievable. Thank you so much for joining Thank me. You. Look My at this pleasure. beautiful board from a. Oh, you can watch it. I'm going to take pictures and put it on the Instagram. But well, this we, is. We, we ship. Well, we've been, oh, that's the other thing also because we've been shipping everywhere. You can ship this. Yeah. Ship everywhere. <coughs> In the US. So stay tuned yeah. to, to. Oh, look at this. Guys, stay but tuned. It comes packaged. <coughs> Where to get this? Um, MSKosher.com. MSKosher.com. Okay, great. And on Instagram? Instagram, MS Kosher. Facebook, MS Kosher. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me here. What an incredible show. We had Paula Scheuer, Kosher Baker, Deanie Clyde. Don't forget to subscribe. Free month on preppingrally.com for her uh, prep ahead meals. And Emma Charcuterie, thank you so much for joining us thank here today. Us. We thank were you. so excited to try it. Wishing everyone, last show before Pesach, a Chag Kashev, a Pesach Samer, Shabbat Shalom. And happy cooking!